gentlemen i've bled for this show just kidding i ran for it because i was late a little bit you're listening to awkward pause the awkwardest pausiest podcast west east north and south of the mississippi river with me i have bungalow andy andrew street uh bungalow are my favorite type of houses and with us also today, Copacabana Cass. What do you think is the awkwardest, posiest podcast inside the Mississippi River? Probably some incest. I don't know. Don't don't they drink mud out of the Mississippi? Isn't that a thing? <laughs> Good luck. Is that a thing? I don't think I don't you're know. supposed to drink mud, period. <laughs> at what point do you eat mud, though? Like, at what point is the consistency where you eat it instead of drink it? You've never heard of a mud pie? Because you eat that. It's true. Mm. And with us today, we have the empty house Elmer. Because he's not here. I don't know what he's doing. Whatever. Uh, I don't remember how to start this show. Andrew, how was your week? Uh, It was great. I'm trying to think. I'm racking my mind, going through the Rolodex of my head to think of anything exciting happened this week. Um... You know, work's been fine. This show, we we did the Gone Gold show, you know, listen to that. That was fine. I went to an award show for work. Um, I, here's something I don't know if you guys know. Is it like the Dundies? It's similar to the Dundies, uh, except it's like, here's the thing. I don't think there's anything that white people, and especially white marketing people, love more than giving themselves awards. Mm. Uh, no, there's nothing like a good award show. Everybody likes to get all hyped up. They like to get, you know, out there. Let's give out the awards for everything. No matter what it is, there's an award show for it run by some nonprofit. Mm -hmm. So we went to an award show. We won, we won some awards. It was exciting. We had a good time. Um, but it was a black tie event and they let us know like two days beforehand. I was like, I'm not renting a tux. What is this? So I was like, I went full young person, and I just wore black jeans and a black blazer and a white shirt and a tie. And you know what? I showed up. I was like, you know what? I feel like I fit in here. I'm sure it was There fun. was a lot of people in tuxes. It's like, but who the fuck, who even wears tuxes anymore? The, What's the I've never been asked to put on a tuxedo for my job, but that'll be a dark day if that day comes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Has you ever been to an award show? No. <laughs> No, I, I received a corporate award that was one of those bullshit, let's just make up a name for an award so we can give this guy something. Was it an Outback Steakhouse gift card? Uh, no, I received a custom uh, can koozie that had the name of the project that we all worked on that said, I survived X project. That's and, the fucking you know, worst thing I've ever heard in my life. And I got a, a custom label candy bar. That said I survived, and then I got a wow. custom-printed paper plaque, uh, and my award name was Master of the Spin Zone, Cassidy Sergeant, and it was signed by the manager. That's where you get, you just, you just end it all with a, <laughs> a paper cut to the, 
to the throat. To my fucking artery, yeah. Was the candy bar good? Uh, it was like some. Bar. It was like some plain ass, uh, generic milk chocolate, like non name brand. Now, one oh thing I, God. they there was this new awards program that, uh, we we implemented, and it was like, you know, it it was like, oh, awards can be kind of shitty, so like you should be able to reward each other mm-hmm. on an individual basis with these points, and so like anytime you help somebody, like you can give them points or they can give you points, whatever. So being the counter, I was trying to be, you know, punk rock. I was like, I'm never using these points. I don't want to do this. But then here I had the revelation, the egg on my face when, because I thought the points they said you could use in a store and my mind right away goes corporate store. Yeah. I could buy a a branded t-shirt. I'm like, I don't want that. I'd rather the points sit there. I'm going to be rebellious. But here's, here's what happens. I go on the store. I find out it's an actual marketplace where you can spend these points and they translate into dollars. Yes. So my the the fucking shock the gall when I see eShop gift cards are available for purchase, so I used my points to buy an eShop gift card. Hell and yeah! That was the best award I ever fucking got. I'm proud of you, man. Now you got to really start campaigning for these points. Be like, hey, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I uh, I sent you that email. So how about a couple points? Here's the thing: I I almost feel more insulted when someone sends me the one point. Like oh. Because I'm out here, I blow. Here's the thing: I blow my points quick as anything. So let's some, talk about. Something, it. Yeah, like what, get, what's a, what's an appropriate reward? Well, you get twenty points per quarter. Okay. How many points is an eShop gift card? It's so it depends on if you want a thirty dollars eShop gift card. That's thirty points. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Some so, somebody fucking throwing you one point. It's like, why don't you just fucking slap me in my face? Why don't you? Here, I like to make people's day. Somebody does something nice for me, I'm like, here, here's 15 points. Huge. So, Blow it out. And who decides how many points you get? It's, I could decide. Out of my 20 points, I can decide to give as many as I want. Oh, okay. Do they roll over? Like, can you, if you don't use no. all 20, do you get another 20? No, that's why I make sure I gotta blow them Oh, all. yeah, you gotta fucking burn them, dude. Hmm. <sighs> Man, can you, you, you're making somebody's day if you just come and splash 15 points on them. Yeah, that's I'm, I like to think of myself as like the corporate Santa Claus. Yeah, I think that that's understandable, honestly. Like the Robin Hood almost, like steal from the rich, give to the poor. I have always thought of you as a Robin Hood-like character. Mm, I get that a lot. You know, they actually used to call me Robin Hood in high school. I think it's, it's something to do with like the sort of human-like animals because I associate you with that anyway, with Animal Crossing, mm. and with your lifestyle. Mm. Now, speaking of Animal Crossing, uh, for those of you that don't know, my birthday is coming up. Melissa gave me my birthday present early. It was a GameCube with a copy of Animal Crossing. Damn. Which was incredible. That is but incredible. I'm running into I'm running into issues here. I can't get the <clears> fucking <throat> video to play through my component cables or composite cables on my TV. So I'm like tearing my house up looking for my SNES cables so I could test those out. So Saturday's looking pretty fucking rough. Do you have an RF adapter? I don't even know what that is. Oh, man. Sam, do you know what an RF adapter is? Did you check your TCP IP? I see. I don't know what that is. An RF adapter, it uh, it would convert your... 
uh video out from the gamecube into a coax and like every tv has a coax and that will do everything sound video blah 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 i'll have to look i have like boxes and boxes of cables here's the thing i i don't understand any of this stuff but i have an av there's an av port on my tv yeah video shows up fine then i have the l and r cables the Mm -hmm. red and the white plug those in no sound i've gone through the settings Samsung, I, I think it's Samsung. I don't know why they're fucking me on this. I don't know why they had to fuck me on this. <laughs> All right, Randy. As Randy now, once said. Let me let me ask you guys something. Let me ask you about the, the coaxial cable. Sure. I, for the life of me, cannot ever put those things in. It's so oh, hard for me. It's like threading a needle. Yeah. Who I thought of so that? Much. Now, there had see, to be a better way. I was, I was fucking digging around in coaxial cables like my entire life as a kid because we always had shitty TVs. So, like, when I came to a house that had a component cable or a composite cable, like either one, it was, like, fucking wild to me. Uh, so I, I've got a lot of practice with the coax. Now, this mm. reminds me of something that I want to ask you guys. Are you familiar with the 9-volt battery? Sure, absolutely. You ever put oh, your yeah. tongue on it? Oh my god, my dad tricked me into doing that one fucking time. Ugh, Dude, that's it's such a worst dad feeling. Because I feel like that's why I did it, was my dad was like, oh yeah, put your tongue on it. I've never like, done oh, it. Yeah. I've always been like a little too freaked out about it. You should do it. Uh, maybe I will. Next time I need to pick me up. Oh, that'll wake you up. Yeah. Put that right next to your bed. <laughs> In the morning. Fucking alarm bed, clock. Fuck. You're trying to kick caffeine, you fucking lick a nine volt. That's one You're way to business. do it. Oh man. Do you think... Do those- Go ahead. I was just gonna say, you think those currents are dangerous? Like, if I, how long can you keep your tongue on that battery before it becomes dangerous? You know, who knows? Uh, let's test it out. Only one way to find out. Uh, I can't remember if I was talking about it in this show or not. Maybe I, I can't remember. But evidently, there are some hot springs in Japan that have a low-level electrical current running through them, and that's mm. like, and that like relaxes you. It's supposed supposedly. <laughs> That's that sounds scary as fuck to me, but it sounds really cool. Have you ever like accidentally stuck your finger in a socket or something like trying to unplug something and you reach too deep in? Oh, yeah. What a fucking mm. feeling, man. Yeah, I remember That's one like time life flashes. I took apart a lamp and it was plugged in and like I grabbed the metal part and like I fucking felt the energy jump from one hand to the other. Yeah. Yeah. Shit's crazy. You know that people uh, die, the microwave is the most dangerous appliance in your house. People do, like, work on their microwaves, and they don't realize that even when it's unplugged, it's, like, fucking charged full of microwaves. Just fucking kills people. Fuck. Like, instantly, or, like, it gives you cancer? No, like, it'll instantly kill you if you touch it, because it's so fucking charged. How does that work? What? I don't know, but all I know in... Maybe I don't know. But... <laughs> We're a science podcast now. Uh, I don't know. Keep talking because I'm looking up microwave. So, I, um, so when you said, oh, yeah, microwave is out here killing all these people, I figured it was because people have no fucking idea what they can and can't put in a microwave. Hmm. I feel like I hear about that shit all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I put my fork in my microwave and my microwave blew up. I don't know why. <laughs> Chinese food containers, very tricky, Mm. because some of them have the metal arm, and some of them are just paper. Mm. They're trapped. I want to say that I was a little too old, probably late middle school, early high school, 
and I put like a Wendy's burger in the microwave with remember when they wrapped them in tin foil? <laughs> and I was like and then it started sparking. I was like, Oh, I didn't know this was gonna happen. <laughs> Man. I remember one time in school we put a gogurt in the microwave and it exploded. And Fuck the lunch yeah, lady did. made us clean it up. <laughs> yeah, I would have made incredible. you clean it up too, damn. <laughs> Fucking gogurts, man. <laughs> what a brilliant idea those were. And Danimals. Oh my god. Gogurt what does... is legit smart. Oh yeah, Gogurt fucking rules. But what does the D in Danimals stand for? Is it drink? Danin. Danin. It's the name of the brand, Danin right? Danin Animals. Mm. I was thinking of Dunkaroos. Danimals oh, I mean, is the, like the kids like milkshake. It's yogurt in a bottle. Oh, uh, okay. Fucking Dunkaroos, though. Yeah. <sighs> Man, Cass, were you fucking... a chocolate or a frosting guy? Give it, give it all. I want it all. If 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 made to choose, give me the chocolate. Mm. You. Frosting. Frosting. Yeah, frosting I mean, easily. Mad mad respect for the frosting. Absolutely no disrespect. I feel I like think... we've talked about. Go ahead, Sam. I was gonna say I was thinking about the uh, the fucking cheese it ri- the cheese it crackers that you mm. used to get, and there would you'd get the crackers in the little red plastic spoon thing, and then you'd like swipe the cheese out and then stick it on a cracker. So here's Man. the thing is that I was about to bring that up yes. mm. because I was going to say how gross everything we eat as children is because those things, delicious, incredibly disgusting when you think about it. Now, what in what way is it the the sort of overuse of the red stick or is it like the absolute fakeness of the cheese and everything that you're eating? It's the absolute fakeness of the cheese. And yeah. The same thing with Kraft Singles, American mm. cheese. I don't know, like something about how fake it is and the smell of it. Mm. I don't know, it kind of psychs me out. But on a like, you're giving me a smash burger, you better melt some fucking American cheese on there. Nothing else melts the same. What mm. is American cheese? Like oh, it's it, a cheese product. But so that that's my whole thing though, because they're so fucking tricky with their words. Is it cheese, or is it like a cheese product? It's, it's a cheese, cheese product. product. Okay. Okay. So it's some Here's fucking chemical mix that they've created yes. that has some figment of cheese in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, do you ever do the the Velveeta Rotel tomato thing? I'm familiar. Uh, make yourself a little queso, but I've never done yeah. it myself. I like that. I'm a big fan of it. I can't think about it too much. That's the thing. Yeah. If I start thinking about any of this too much, I can't fuck with it. That's kind of how I feel about all food in America. Yeah. Because it's like, you know... I think if if I thought about it too much, I'd probably try to go like vegetarian or vegan or something. Yeah. Be like, oh, I just I just have to turn my brain off and look away from the reality. <laughs> I know. And I feel so pretentious when I say this, but I can't fuck with buffets. Mm. It just it fucks me up, like going there, watching people like get their hands all in shit, leaning over it like make some people like they're like, oh, I got the tongs from the chicken already in my hand. Let me grab this fucking mm rice then they're like bringing plates back up they're you know coughing in it sneezing in it plus two you know like you're getting all that quantity there's declining quality tell me that chicken's being cooked they're checking to make sure it's not pink in the middle hey some people are doing that now i do like my medium rare chicken yeah yeah Mm. yeah i do i do like a good buffet though like my grandpa really fucks with like chinese buffets and, uh, damn, every, every once in a while, like when I was home, we would go and it fuck it's fucking good. 
I feel like there's nothing more grandparent than a buffet. They're like, you tell me, fourteen ninety nine, I'm getting all of this unlimited. <laughs> that was our like big move in high container. school when we were feeling real sassy. When we had some money to burn, we would go out and drop like fourteen fifty on the all you can eat Chinese buffet. Fuck yeah, and just fucking load up and then hit uh, what I feel like every buffet has of like the chocolate ice cream. Uh, yes. Like one half chocolate, one half vanilla, or the swirl in the middle. Yep. Hell oh, yeah. man. I, I got to go swirl every time. I feel like those are probably one of the things that universally across America are exactly the same. There is no regional differences. No. Nope. The Chinese buffet <laughs> is the same everywhere, and every high school student <laughs> has that experience. Because we used to we used to go when we, you know, we didn't give a fuck. We had no money. And we didn't give a fuck about the quality. And we used to sit there until they would come over and be like, okay, like, you guys just got This is crazy, go. dude. Please <laughs> you leave. You fucking go. <laughs> oh, man. And I think, I feel like in high school, we were big into the uh, Applebee's half-off apps and Zerts. Yes. Or maybe in college. But, I've uh, never been goddamn... action. I've never been a I big appetizer guy. Sticks. What did you can, think, yes? I've never been a big appetizer guy. Can you, can you sell me on the gospel of the appetizer Ooh, cassidy go for it i I was gonna say imagine a piece of cheese not like not like american cheese but not like you know just like a nice cheese okay you dip that in egg you dip that egg cheese mix in breadcrumbs with some italian seasoning okay Uh uh-huh you dip that in a vat of frying oil you take it out and then you dip that in marinara sauce. What do you got? But I, I you got just, a mozzarella stick. Cast. I just ordered a cheeseburger. Yeah, and, you and my cheeseburger was like twelve bucks before that. My cheeseburger was like twelve bucks, and my mozzarella sticks before that are like nine bucks. No, Cassidy, it's getting expensive half real quick. Off. Oh, I forgot they're about half that. Off. You got me on that one. And <clears throat> you, sometimes you don't even need that burger because you know what? You get half off wings too. You make a meal out of the appetizer. You make it into a tapas place, basically. Yeah. Mm, Are you telling me that Applebee's isn't a tapas place already? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Applebee's is many things. Yeah. I mean, TGI Fridays used to have un- unlimited apps. Well, you I didn't pay, know like, that. Yeah. So I remember a few years ago, we would go to we would go to TGI Fridays in college, and get unlimited appetizers. Like you just pay one price, you could eat all the apps you want for the Fuck. table or per for- person. Per person. Okay. Okay. So we were ordering boneless wings, bone-in wings, mozzarella sticks, uh, fucking spinach and artichoke dip. Potato skins. Potato skins. Fuck yeah, which is just cheese whiz on fucking frozen <laughs> potatoes. But... <laughs> and I'll never forget, we had, the last time I probably did it, we had the coolest fucking waiter. This dude was like punk rock as fuck. He didn't give a fuck. He was like, yo, I fucking hate this place. You guys are going to like... He's like, I get you fuckers in here doing unlimited apps. I got to run your table all fucking night. (laughs) And so he was like roasting us the whole time. And so they had these things on the TGI Friday's menu called peanut butter and jelly boneless wings. It was like a like wings in a jelly sauce with a a Thai peanut dipping sauce. And so, Uh, okay, shout out, shout out to my friend James who ordered these wings. And the the waiter was like, I'm going to tell you right before I put this order in. Take it back. <laughs> he was like, don't, don't fucking do it. I'm warning you now. They don't sound good. 
he was like, don't do it. It's disgusting. Do not do it. This is the waiter. He was like, I, I cannot stress enough. Do not do it. You're not going to like them. Just pleading with you. <laughs> and so James like, no, I think I'm going to try it. And he was like, all right, dude. But if you throw up or anything, like you have to tip me extra well. And so the dude leaves, comes back with these wings, and they were absolutely fucking disgusting. Like, <laughs> like made us, we all tried them. They made us all sick. And he was like, I fucking warned you people. You fucking idiots. I warned all of you. But now... Here's the thing, Cass, is that the a- the appetizers are a lifestyle. Outside of the TGI Friday's Applebee's world, you're telling me you don't order apps? Uh, no. Honestly. Dude, like, 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 I don't quite understand the appetizer. Because I'm, really I'm there for the entree. The entree is, is the star of the show, as far as I'm concerned. So... Why am I going to spend my hard-earned dollars on something that is going to take the shine away from my main attraction i mean my thing is that i love food and the food in the appetizer section is so good you get yourself a cheese board sometimes sure we love i love cheese there there are great appetizer items don't get me wrong but it's like that's the pre-meal listen guys if i don't walk away from the table going i regret eating all of that did i really eat (sighs) Cass, let me ask you let me let me bring up a scenario okay friend of the show your wife is Mm -hmm. like Hey, I want to go to Mexican. I want to get Mexican food tonight. Uh-huh. And you're like, okay, baby, Taco Bell's on the way. You're like, she's like, no, we're going somewhere fancy. Okay, we're sitting down and, for Mexican. Yep. You you sit down at the the restaurant and you see guacamole and chips. Hmm. You're telling me you don't spring for the guac? I'm not really a guac guy, so let me start you right there. But if, if you're where's, still where's li- fucking it, Elmer. If you're still listening, if you're still listening, you you do have me in principle because I will sit down at a table and if there are chips and salsa available, I'm fucking going for the chips and salsa, even though I know I got a burrito or an enchilada or a taco or something coming. So you do have me there. Maybe I'm just stingy. It's very possible I'm just like a total tightwad. And so Amber feels the same way. She's not an appetizer girl. We don't typically do it. Like, like if we're on the coast or something, we will go for the order our meal and a cup of chowder, and that's kind of your appetizer. Okay. Um, but yeah, we don't do the wings. We don't do the mozzarella sticks. We don't do the fucking spinach dip. Like, all of those things are delicious. I love all those things. We just don't do them. See, now that's probably the preferred way to be. You know, what do you say? Well, I mean, it sounds like I'm missing out. I mean, you're missing out. But in the long run... <laughs> Do you need those calories? I certainly don't, but I order them anyway. <laughs> what about desserts at a restaurant? How how no. often are you springing for the, yeah, I got some more room. No, I'm a big anti. The way you are about apps, that's how I am about dessert. I literally never order dessert. Well, you're not a sweets person anyway, I guess. So Melissa, same thing? Uh, I mean, she'll go for it more often than I will, but typically not. We, we do, if anything, we're like, skip the dessert at the restaurant. Let's go get some ice cream. I hear you. Somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a dessert has to be, like, written really well on the menu for me to be like, oh, fuck, I need this in me. Like I have done that before, where it's like, I, you know, the guy hands us the dessert menu, and I'm like, oh, I already know we're not going to get anything. I don't even need this. And then you read through. It's like, stops you in your tracks. Like, oh, fuck yeah 
I feel yeah. like that's the only time I'll spring for it. Because otherwise, yeah, we're going somewhere else to get ice cream. Ice cream, quite a move. Yeah. I get down with some ice cream. Probably like the only sweet, really, that I ever like kind of crave. Though I do like a good, uh, you guys ever fuck with tiramisu? Sure. I like that. I sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I, too uh, sweet. Not a big fan. <clears throat> I get down with a bread pudding. Okay. All day and all night. Absolutely. How do you guys feel about rice pudding? Uh, I like it when done correctly. It kind of fucks me up. I don't in like a good way? <laughs> no, in a bad way. <laughs> like, I just don't like the way it looks. I don't like the consistency of it. And then it's another thing. I think about it. I'm like, this is rice in pudding. I don't know. I mean, the consistency of pudding fucks me up, too. I mean, the consistency of rice pudding is particularly gross. I can definitely give that to you. So tonight for <clears throat> dinner, I had an egg pudding. Mm. It was the weirdest thing I've ever had, but it was so good. Was it savory? It was savory. There were like mushrooms in it and like these like sort of like uh, some sort of leaf. It's called perilla leaf, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really good, but I'd never had anything like it before. I am kind of a sucker for like things that are traditionally savory made sweet or vice versa. Like things that are traditionally sweet made savory, like a savory pudding. You fuck with a dessert lasagna. (laughs) <laughs> I can't even imagine that, but yeah, what I the fuck, fuck with that. Is that? <laughs> I don't know. I when I was in college, I had a dream to make dessert pasta. I never did it, but I think it'd be really good. What the fuck is a dessert pasta? What's in it? It's like so instead of so you have your noodles, right? Like real noodles, r- pasta noodles, and then instead of marinara sauce, you got like chocolate sauce. No, ah, just and, like, stop cream, this. Ice cream. Don't do this. You tell me that doesn't... Okay, Cass, look inside your heart and tell me that's bad. Like, I'm sure it would be fine, but there there are better delivery devices for a chocolate sauce and whipped cream and stuff than pasta. I think I could do... I think I could make a really good dessert pasta. I feel like the pasta would have to be made out of something sweet itself. Like, if you just got store-bought pasta that was just, you know, regular-ass pasta... That sounds not good. I just, all I could picture is a big bowl of like chocolate frosting with pasta noodles sticking out of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he's going for. You tell me that doesn't sound good to you? No, I'm so scared of that. (laughs) I did one time as a, as a dumb kid, uh, I was at home by myself and I was hungry and of course I was by myself. So I just want to fucking eat something. And I got out like a piece of white wonder bread. And just put a whole mess of chocolate syrup on top. What? I was like, oh yeah, this this will be like a nice dessert. That wa- that wasn't good either. <laughs> Did you toast nice. it up at all? Nope. Just <laughs> straight, oh, so soft, soggy. untested, like white bread. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Wow. It was bad really soon. broken. Yeah. God damn, I feel like it always comes back to food on this show. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, you know, what universally binds us all together, right? That's not the fucking truth. It's like, Cass, that's, I feel like that's the one thing you can talk to anybody about any place. Uh, yes. I was going to say, how, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. Uh, uneventful, but, uh, but good. Um, what am I doing? Watching some sports, 
you know, getting back into that shit. Trying to actually play some video games again. It had been, like, fucking forever. Um, still working my way through Sekiro. Listen to the other show. Um, Every Friday. I spent fucking, like, a lifetime researching uh, the new food that we're going to give our cat. Because we have been buying food from the vet that is good, but very, very, very expensive. So we're trying something else. And man, being a being a parent uh, is going to be horrible for me because I'm going to be that dude that has to have like the absolute top of the line and has to spend, you know, 40 hours researching what's the best kind of car seat because I was going through all the stats on these cat foods. I know how much protein is in there. I know what a good, you know, uh, source of these things are now. So I, I'm a regular expert. If anyone has cat food questions, they can come to me. What'd you end up going with? Give them a shout out. <clears throat> I went with code. the Wellness Core brand. Uh, and we went for adult. Because mm. Kitty is an adult. You heard her here first, folks. Go to wellnesscamp.com <laughs> backslash awkward and get 15% off your first purchase. That will work. Yes. That will work. But yeah. Yeah. That was about it. How about you, Sam? Yeah, you, yes. your parents visited you. So how, oh yeah, how fuck that? you. Yeah, I forgot that I didn't. Yeah, you know, I didn't record with you guys last week. Yeah, so my parents came to Japan to visit me, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, so while they were there, the Japanese era changed, and it's happened like two hundred times in the past two thousand years. So it doesn't happen very often. And uh, we went to this really big shrine in Tokyo. And um, there are these books called Go Shuinchos. And uh, basically you you buy this book and then at every shrine you go to, they'll give you like a stamp in the book and then they'll write the name of the shrine in calligraphy. And it's really fucking cool. Yeah, it's and we went sick. to this big we went to this big shrine in Tokyo. Where'd you go? Um, on the, what would you say, Cass? Where'd you go? Uh, it's called Meiji Jingu. Yeah, we went there. Yeah. And uh, um. It was the last day of the era, and so everyone wanted to get their uh, Goshuincho stamped. And so we waited in line for like an hour and a half. Uh, and and finally, when I got out, this guy came running up to me and he was like, Hi, can we interview you? And, he, and I was like, uh, I guess. And I got interviewed like by like one of the major like TV networks in Japan for their like last day of Heisei TV special. And so I was on like the national news in That's Japan. That's so cool. What the fuck? That's awesome. Yeah. Why was this, why was it so crazy this day? Like, was it the last day to do it or was there something special about getting it in this era? Yeah. So, um, the stamps, they also write the name of the era, like in kanji. And so it was the you. last day to do that. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, like people in Japan, like go fucking ape shit for good luck and stuff. And so they like wanted to go to these shrines to kind of pray and like, thank you for the era yeah. and all that. So that's why it was so crazy. So have people been hollering at you now? Like, hey, I saw you on TV. No joke. I like walked in the, I walked in the school and like the, one of the, the assistant manager was like, I saw you on TV. <laughs> that's oh awesome. shit. It was really funny. Um. So, Cass, I, I have to tell you something. I feel really bad that okay. you only spent your time in Tokyo and Kyoto. Yes. Because, like, 
Tokyo is cool, but like Tokyo compared to the rest of Japan sucks. Like it is not Japan. Yeah. So this was your first time in Tokyo. Yes. What'd you think? Like it was cool, but like it's not Japan. Did you um, buy anything? I bought, I bought a lot of things like these things from shrines that I've been collecting. Hmm. Um, and I bought, I bought some clothes. I bought a cool Monster Hunter t-shirt. Um, but like we went to Akihabara and like, it was kind of, I thought it was kind of lame to tell you the truth. Damn. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really like, I didn't want to spend a whole bunch of time there. Cause like, you know, my parents were there. So maybe like if I had been by myself or with my friends, it would have been like, you know, we, we would have gone into like all the weird stores, but, um, yeah. So my advice to you listeners, if you want to come to Japan, like go to Tokyo for maybe two days and then go to some small ass town and like do some shit there. Cause it's infinitely cooler than Tokyo or in Kyoto. Shots fired. Yeah. Fuck. Now, Cass, I feel like, did you pick up anything? What what sick merch did you bring back? I meant to ask you this when we were in Missouri. Dude, I got, like, almost nothing. Um, <clears throat> and not for lack of trying. Like, I, I went knowing I was going to try to limit what I was getting, but I did have a couple of things on my list. Like, I wanted a, a Japanese box art Bloodborne, <clears throat> which it turns out is the same box art, so fuck me. <laughs> um, but I got, uh, I got a little ceramic Lucky Cat. And uh, he's pretty cute. And I did a gotcha to get a uh, Shiba in a backpack with his like neck fat all scrunched up. And he's very cute. (laughs) And uh, I got this fucking goofy ass notepad that has uh, this cat inside of like a honeydew melon. um, Because I use those pads for D&D. And... I think that might be it. Uh, but you, I, like, we went into a bunch of nerd shops, and, and there was a bunch of cool merch and a bunch of cool shit. Like, I was looking for some Studio Ghibli stuff or or some cool uh, gaming stuff, but like, none of it jumped out enough to to make me pull the trigger. Amber got a bunch of uh, pens from uh, Super Potato. Got like uh, some Kirby pens and that kind of thing. That's cool. You guys are yeah. strong people. I would have bought fucking everything. It was rough. The Animal Crossing things I would have bought. Fuck. Splatoon. Oh man, people go fucking ape shit for Splatoon here, so you'd be in trouble. They have a Uniqlo Splatoon like clothing crossover. Some of it's fucking rad. Yeah, it looks really cool. But I I also did uh, with my parents. We went to a cooking class, and it was a. Uh... What the fuck is that? Oh, is that your notepad? That's the Cassidy's... notepad. I'll Cassidy's post, I'll holding post pictures. up a very a strange cat. And it looks, says, wow, Honey Choo. I mean, he's cute, right? Oh, it is cute. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take a picture. I'll post it. Take a picture. <laughs> uh, we did a cooking class. That was really cool. I can now make soba noodles from scratch. Uh, I can now make tempura. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was really cool. Fuck. So what was your parents' favorite part? Mm-hmm. Besides seeing you, obviously. So I think the first, like the first night, um, I took them to like the spot that I always get ramen, mm-hmm. and uh, they just like 
it was you know their first like night in japan and like the food there is just so good and they were just i think so like overwhelmed by everything but i think that was maybe their favorite um and also when we went to the um, meiji jingu um that was really nice because it's like this park in the middle of tokyo with like ten thousand trees or something and like you would definitely forget that you are in like one of the biggest cities in the world so that was really cool too god damn yeah and yeah it was really good seeing my parents a week yeah they were there for i think here for nine days oh wow that's yeah. awesome it's crazy like everyone in japan gets golden week off yeah like literally almost everyone and uh it was everywhere it was just so busy but it was really cool that's cool yeah but i missed you guys we missed you you know what i did do this week is i bought a nice dress shirt Mm. and it really made me ask the question of why the fuck do we continue to package dress shirts the way that we do yeah oh my god what the fuck what are we doing here guys because you got your big cardboard panel on the back you got cardboard through the collar and you got like 10 extremely sharp pins all throughout the shirt like could be at your sleeves there's one like right in the middle of your neck yeah so it's what you supposed to do with those pins it's horrible and then when if if you return the shirt they just have to go and do it again they have to remake that like what what is the purpose what are we doing here if i was to ever run for president or run for some sort of public office this would be a platform that i would take yeah that's this needs I, to I, change i appreciate you know your h&ms you get the lower quality shirts but they at least hang them up on the hangers like a normal fucking person would so you could like unbutton and try it on right there in the fucking dressing room it's not in a fucking plastic box all these pins in it god damn it's the worst i just don't understand all the needles what are we doing what'd you buy a shirt for Cass? i try well i just need like some nice basic work shirts and so i tried on three shirts that we had got and just had like a fucking stack (laughs) of needles on our coffee table and like all of this bullshit plastic and all of this bullshit cardboard uh but yeah just trying to trying to round out my uh my work roster so i can really lose everything i fucking i don't i still don't understand like the dressing up portion for work that's like my biggest thing and i i don't even have to do it but i just don't understand it like having to wear an outfit to work like why can't you just dress like how you want to dress and if you're not interacting like with people outside why why you gotta why you gotta wear these shirts why you gotta wear these ties what if they were like we gotta wear a fucking powdered wig we don't do that anymore (laughs) so why can't we just abolish this (laughs) i mean maybe someday like like i was going to say you know i think i think there's some science behind or at least some belief behind hey if you dress more professionally you'll act more professionally but you kind of got me with the powdered wig thing it's like we we could all just agree to be a bit more professional and hey let's all wear whatever the fuck we want to wear, but I don't know. Just the I mean, way it's get, always been done. You get people that abuse the system. I'm sure somebody comes in in like a bathing suit and a tank top, thinks that's okay. 
I like regularly see people in like gym shorts and a tank or like pajama bottoms and some shit. Oh, Cookie Monster pajama work. bottoms? <laughs> Not quite that bad. Uh, yeah, so th- there are a bunch of different departments where I work. And so uh, people from certain groups uh, will wear that. I would definitely not be able to get away with that. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like at the place that I was before, like the work, it was like pretty casual. You know, I would wear like maybe a solid color tee. And if I was feeling spicy, maybe a band tee. But usually like just like a, you know, something casual. But, you know, he never really cared. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the the solid color T area or I'll do like a short sleeve button down or just a normal button down, like no tie untucked going for that modern, that modern working man. Mm-hmm. Necktie or bow tie. If given the choice, uh, I mostly would go, uh, regular tie. Yeah. I fucking love ties. I've never tried a bow tie. It seems kind of fun. Yeah, it seems like, I don't know. I feel like I don't know if I could pull it off. I've tried them on before. Plus, too, like, I feel like a, a liar, a fraud getting the clip tie. Mm. And I don't know how to tie a bow tie, so. Sure, oh that's fair. Oh, my God. T- tying them is the fucking worst. It seems extremely complicated. I When I was in college, I went through a phase where I wore ties, like, every day, basically. And, uh, god damn. I, tie, like I like, learned how to tie. Hmm? You, like, wore them to class? Yeah. That's fucking dedication. <laughs> the what tone the of your voice, dude. <laughs> yeah. I wore I wore the fucking tie and I wore the fucking new era fitted hat at the same time. Oh my fucking god. I can't. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Maybe I was past the new eras at that point, but I'm sure I still wore them sometimes. Tie on a t-shirt or like tie on a button down? Oh, come on, Cass. Tie on a button down. I was okay, going to say right. tie, just tie around the neck. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know fucking people that did that, dude. When when Avril Lavigne was big, that was a thing. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, like, what you're doing is like a half Green Day, half Travis Barker look. I like that. (laughs) It was was always the famous Stars and Straps fitted hat, of course. Fuck. (laughs) I can tie a regular tie okay, but I cannot for the life of me tie a a bow tie. I wouldn't even know where to start. It's hard. It's really hard. I did it one time and that shit was sideways. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> My so, bow tie uh, career is over. Yeah. So in, in Japan, I guess, like, during the summer months, they have this thing called Cool Biz. I'm not sure if that's, like, countrywide or just, like, that's what my country calls it. But literally everyone decides to dress more casually in the summer to, like, so you don't have to turn in the air conditioning is hot. Mm. So before, I had to wear, like, a full suit, like, jacket, tie, like, tucked in shirt and all that. And now... I don't have to wear a tie, don't have to wear a jacket, and I can leave one button untucked, or one Whoa. button un, unbuttoned. Just a little something for the imagination there. Yeah, just a little something. And most people can wear short sleeve shirts. However, I cannot because I have to cover up my little tattoos. Oh. Hmm. So uh, it's a little warm, but... Well, shout out to a, Cool Biz, though. That's a good yeah, policy. Yeah, shout out to fucking Cool Biz. It's going to be hard when... Uh, you have to transition back. It's like, oh yeah, no, you have to wear ties and jackets now. Yeah, I think the meme is like, I'm we transition back at the end of October and then, or like the beginning of October, and then you know I'm out. Okay. So you only have to deal with it a bit. Yeah, but 
I feel fucking good when I wear a suit. I don't know about you guys, but like Cass at your wedding, like that jacket didn't fit me at all. It was like two sizes too small, but I looked, I felt fucking good. It's a power move, man. Yeah. It's like putting on a suit of armor. Yeah. Here's the thing. I love the suit jacket. I love the tie. I love the shirt. I hate suit pants. Mm. I don't know what Mm. it is about suit pants that are like insanely uncomfortable. They look good, especially if you get like the fitted slim, you know, pants, but it's like, yeah. Have you ever had them like tailored? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, it's just, a. I don't know. Like why they got the whole fucking clip and then the button. It's just, a, yeah, it's a it's weird annoying. time. Plus mm. like the sizes are so much different than jeans. I feel like when I had to, for this event I went to, uh, I realized that I needed like a black blazer that I could wear with like not a suit, like just something that wasn't a nor like a sports coat almost. Mm-hmm. So I went to H&M to get a skinny fit black jacket. I was like, you know, let me try on some black dress pants. Nothing kills the self-esteem more than trying on these fucking H&M dress pants. I put them in. I see myself in a fucking in the mirror. I look like goddamn Oogie Boogie fucking <laughs> falling on that shit. <laughs> Well, the H&M sizes are so fucked already. Oh, yeah. Like, you gotta go, like, at least three sizes up, I feel like. I don't know who's wearing those sizes. Because here's, like, everything's either too small and the right length or too big and the fucking gigantic length. I'm like, don't these people know that I am a stocky short man? Like, why can't they have something <laughs> for me? It's hard to have that conversation with yourself, too, when it's like, okay... I know I'm a large, and you try a large, and you put a large on, and the large doesn't fit, and you're like, you're really going to fucking do this to me? Why would you fuck me like this, H&M? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I you won't even to, buy like, it. You have to morally accept, like, wow, I really have to go a size up in this. I often do the thing in the, and I, this is a terrible habit I have to get over, where, like, I put on the size I normally wear, and it's, you know, it's a bit snug. Like, it's just teetering on the point of uncomfortable, and I'm like, do I buy it, though? Like, do I get this size? And I'm like, you know what? I could probably live with this for however long I have to wear these when I go out. And then I get them and I, like, forget about them and I'll put them on. I'm like, why the fuck did I do this? I knew I was never going to be comfortable wearing these. But in that moment, I fucking told myself this was the right move. Dug your heels in. Yeah, and then, dude, under those fucking, those lights in the dressing room, those mirrors that are surrounding me, it's like, oh. Nobody there's, looks good in there. There's my every imperfection <laughs> plastered on the walls. Oh, man. Jesus. Fucking <laughs> malls, dude. I don't know if you guys know. Cassie, I think you were there when we were talking about this. But in New Jersey, about a mile away from where I live, right next to uh, the Giant Stadium, they're opening the American Dream Mall, <laughs> which is going to be the biggest mall in the entire fucking country. It's got a theme park, a SpongeBob and Nickelodeon themed water park. It's got an indoor virtual reality ski slope, which I don't even know what the fuck that means. Um, or indoor skiing, something like that. And then it's going to have a normal mall. And like there's talks about in building apartments into it. And this place was supposed to open a decade ago. It's supposedly opening sometime within the next year. This is the one where all that money got lost? Yeah, where all the money like just showed up and then disappeared and everyone's like, oh yeah, that's okay. I just love the name. 
The American It is like dream. some fucking super mall, like monument to American excess. And yeah, we call it the American dream. It's perfect. Fuck so yeah. l- l- let me pitch you on a hypothetical. <clears throat> you're going shopping. You're with your significant other. You are trying some stuff on. You're heading into the dressing room. Significant other get an invite in to the dressing room? Yes. Okay. You're going in together. I try to go. So here's the thing. I always, it's always fine when I go into the dressing room. Like, hey, just come with me. Yes. No one bats an eye. Though I am always extremely conscious that they think we're up to something. I'm like. Of course. I'm like, no, no, no. We've got the, we're going to try these clothes on. Here's the thing though. When she goes into the dressing room. It's different. It's different. Yeah. I'll wait outside. Same. Especially like. I feel like we've gotten rid of the specified gender dressing rooms in most places. But like when she goes in to get dressed, I feel like people are like, what's this guy up to? What, yeah. Why is he why is he hanging around over here? What's he trying to do? And then we the are other... perfectly aligned. Oh, and I don't know if you've ever gone in the uh, the women's store, Frances- Francesca's. Francesca's? I, I know the name. Okay, I know so the it's name. It's like a tiny little like mall store. It's extremely small. And there's only three dressing rooms. And they're curtains. The curtain. And Yo, so, fuck the curtain. Yeah. And so she go like, Melissa will go in there, and then I just stand there. You got to protect that block. Yeah, but I'm, so I'm standing there blocking, but then everyone's like, what the fuck's this guy doing? There's no men's clothes in here. Why are you standing in front of the dressing room? Oh, my what, God. What the fuck you doing over here? It's like, no, no, I'm looking at the, uh, the sign that says, Yas, give me more wine or something. I'm just, you know. <laughs> I'm picking up up the world's best mom, get me some wine, fucking notepad. Rosé all day. Rosé all day, fucking pants to to act like I'm not just being a fucking weirdo here. That's so funny. (laughs) (sighs) Sam, you going in? You inviting her in? Um, I guess. I think one time I had a a girlfriend in high school and we were, uh, I was trying on skinny jeans in uh in pack sun and she like jumped into the uh it with me and the i think the people didn't like that we didn't do anything nefarious but that's the thing it's like i i feel like it's a nine times out of ten or or probably higher like nothing is happening right nobody's doing anything but they do it maybe it's all in my head maybe it's all in my head that they are uh that's what what people want to think Big mall. <laughs> Big mall. That's what American dream wants you to think. <laughs> Big dream. Oh, man. Also, too, I you know, I, I often get the... We'll go to the store. I'll look around, and I'll be like, like... I get... I have a very... I swing both ways pretty fast in the mall. Like, in the terms of, I'll want to look, and then I'll look, and I'll be like, you know what? I'm overlooking. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And so then I'll be like, I could give a shit. And so then I'll go follow Melissa around the mall. But then she's like, are, she's like, are you getting mad that I'm looking too long? I'm like, no, I'm just standing here. She's like, I feel like you're rushing me. It's like, no, I'm just, I don't want to stand anywhere else. Oh man, our <laughs> lives are so similar. <laughs> what I, what I have done now, what the move is, I just shop and I just find things that I think look nice. And I'm like, hey babe, uh, I like this. And it's like, I, okay, that's nice. <laughs> I try that too. And she's like, yeah, it looks okay. I wouldn't wear that though. <laughs> You got to just keep going. You got to keep going. And then one in every 
25 suggestions, you'll get one, and then you just bring that up all the time. Be like, hey, how about that shirt I picked up? Huh? <laughs> that was pretty good, huh? I got a good sense of style, huh? I mean, I still bring up, when we when we first started dating, I bought, like, our first Christmas together, I bought clothes. And I don't think she, she was like, oh my god, I love these so much. That's fucking bold. I, dude, I was I was trying. I was like, you know what, I'm going to pick some. It wasn't the only gift I got, but it was like a complimentary gift to the rest of the stuff. I, was, I picked some stuff out. And she was like, yeah, I love this so much. And then like a year went by and I was like, I don't think I ever saw you wear that. And she's like, yeah, I really, it didn't fit. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I tried. Brutal. Ladies and gentlemen, if your clothes don't fit because your boyfriend didn't ask (laughs) what size you were, that's probably a good thing. You've been listening to Awkward Pause, the pausiest, aqueous podcast, south and north, east and west of the Mason, is it Dixie or Dixon? Dixon. Dixon. Mason Dixie line. Nope. <laughs> Dixie cups. What are they up to? <laughs> I thought it was the Daisy Chicks. I couldn't remember. The Daisy Chicks. <laughs> Andrew, them. where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, you could find me at Street Sweeper. Keep up with the American Dream. Will I go? We'll find out. Will there be a double size Francesca's? I hope so. Oh, Cassidy. Uh, at Sergeant Cass, if your clothes don't fit, get some of our merch. Awkwardpausepod.com slash merch. We have a hot new, we have some hot new chilling adventures of Gone Gold shit that I don't think we ever tweeted about or anything. Oh, I fucking, I didn't even know that that was out yet. It was. It comes out the first of every month without fail for the past five months. (laughs) Very impressive. Uh, I'm very proud of myself. You can follow me on Instagram, Sam period in period Japan. You can follow the dearly departed Elmer on Twitter and whatever else at Elmer does. Uh, you can follow the show at Awkpaws. And you can follow yourself at, at whatever your handle is. Believe Good in night. yourself. Anything is possible. Make your dreams come true. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Stay golden. Stay awkward. Pour it in. Let's see what's next.